A very, very distraught woman called the church recently, and when I answered the phone and couldn't help her, she was even more upset. She demanded to speak to my supervisor. Didn't seem like exactly the right time to explain about the council and how that all works. But she did remind me that as organized and civilized as we are, it's often said that human beings are pack animals. We're wired to think about hierarchy, and we love to know our place in the system. We're at our best when we live in groups. We used to need each other to fend off predators and to find shelter. And now we need each other to fend off loneliness and find love. In the pack, we want to know, though, who's in charge and where we fit. That's the world that Jesus is seeing in this parable. He's seeing people rank each other, sit in places they don't deserve or places they do deserve. And we have our own ways of measuring. Job titles, neighborhoods, titles, success, the labels on our clothes, the labels on our car. There are endless and subtle ways to see who's on top and who's not. In the Monday Bible study, we've been talking about how hard it is when you're in that system and your vacation and your plastic surgery and your boat and your home never quite measure up. It's endlessly stressful. And it's in our nature to compare up, not down, which just adds to the stress. And so Jesus sees that at the dinner party and sets us free from all of that. Of course, the most important guests sit near the host. The less important people get the equivalent of the single people, cousin's table at the wedding with their childhood babysitter, and I'm sorry to say, often the minister. But Jesus has already upended this world by healing a sick man on the Sabbath, telling that man he's more important than all the rules. And in case they didn't get it, next he has this little lesson in manners. When we study the Bible, we get two layers of the text. We get what Jesus did and said, and we get the time that it was written down when people remembered the story and took the time to write it down. In Luke's case, two generations after Jesus, people remembered him saying this and thought it was important enough to commit to memory. As scholar N.T. Wright says, in Luke's world, there would be an obvious wider meaning. Thousands of non-Jews had become Christians had entered into the dinner party prepared by the God of Abraham. Many Jewish Christians, as we know from Acts, found this difficult to understand and approve. And so these words have special resonance for the early church. In fact, they never go out of style. Sad to say there is always someone that Christians are trying to keep out. So Jesus has more than a manners lesson. It's a life lesson. Jesus is getting us out of the status game and busy inviting everyone into the presence of God. The people that don't think they belong there, the people that think they don't deserve it, the people that someone else wants to keep out, the people that never get invited to another party, 
And he invites us to do the same, to get busy stopping excluding and inviting everyone we find to the party. We can stop thinking about balance, who's well-dressed enough, who belongs there, who deserves it, who God is in favor of, who owes what to whom, how things look, and just open the doors. As we remember our beloved people today on this All Saints Sunday, our memories are never about the car they drove or the college they graduated from. We don't remember how much money they made, the title of their last job. We remember how they touched our hearts, how they gave gifts of time, how they had a wise word at the right time, their kindness, their laughter, their defects even, and their deficits, the things they never got right that we hope to do better on. It's about the things they gave, not the things they had. It's about what they offered to friends and family, not what they held on to. It's about what they shared with the world, not the labels on anything about them. I see this in so many of you as you live out your faith. Your generosity is always inspiring. Your kindness is contagious. Your gift for service inspires me to do better. The way you live leaks out into the world and lifts everybody up around you. There's an old Jewish teaching from one of the rabbis of the past. It was said of this teacher that he carried two slips of paper, one in each pocket. On one, he wrote, for my sake, the world was created. And on the other, you are but dust and ashes. He would take out one or the other as a reminder to himself, as necessary. Both are true, and they help us find our place at the banquet and our place in the world. All of us tilt more toward one or the other. Some of us spend all our time in the world was made for me pocket, wondering why the world isn't going quite our way. Some of us spend all our time in the dust and ashes pocket, thinking too little of ourselves, failing to see our talents. As one rabbi writes, if you think most of the time you're right and the world around you is wrong, spend a little more time in the dust and ashes pocket. That cuts through our arrogance, our conviction that we're always right puts our life into perspective. I am dust and ashes calls us back to the largeness of God. And the other pocket, the world was made for me. An article said recently that most of us spend most of our time in the grip of our inner critic. If that's you, then remember the world was made for you. God is inviting you to the banquet. And God is disappointed when you don't show up. There's one more layer to the story. It looks ahead to the place where all time is complete and we live in God's world and feast at God's banquet. It's an image of God's welcome for everybody. And so we're all invited to that banquet where the rules are different. We all get to sit right next to Jesus, our host. It's the party where God misses us when we're not there. 
the banquet where our loved ones are seated at the table too, feasting, all hurts healed, all sorrows mended. There's room for each one of us and for all of us, no jostling for places, no running out of food, plenty for everyone. Even if we are dust and ashes, this banquet was made for us. In Jesus' name, amen.